Welcome to My Road So Far, the enlightening podcast that takes you on a transformative journey through wellness. I'm your host, Roxanne, and it is my pleasure to guide you through the intricacies of mental, physical, and spiritual health. I'll be sharing the knowledge that I have obtained over the years as a personal trainer, nutrition coach, and now as a wellness coach, as well as sharing with you my personal journey to well-being, making this exploration all the more authentic and relatable. So let's uncover the secrets to a fulfilling and balanced life. Welcome back to the podcast. And I've decided to change things up a little bit here in the beginning of the podcast and decide to just give you all kind of a glimpse into my life and do like little life updates of what's going on behind the scenes with me. So one of the big things right now is that I just made an international move going from Japan back to the United States. This has been a pretty intense move because we have done most of it on our own. We have done the scheduling of the moving stuff, getting our tickets, and really it's been very interesting, especially like all the paperwork that we had to do and stuff like that. During all of this, I have really been so like happy that I have built this relationship of trust with my body that I'm able to understand the different cues and the different signals it's giving me so that as I'm going through this and something feels off, I know how to adjust to still find that balance in my life. Especially one of the big things for me was sleep and my insomnia started acting up really bad again. So being able to catch on to that, knowing that it is my body's response to stress and really just honing in my evening routine again and kind of examining it, seeing where it's at and making those changes has been a great thing. And I was able to get back to sleeping on my regular schedule. And then another thing was, is that as I'm transitioning to the new time zones, I've actually done a really job. I haven't had much jet lag and have been able to adjust pretty fast. I'm not where I would like to be with my sleep schedule, uh, but I am on my way there and I know it's just going to take some time still. Another thing that I have been slacking on is my content on Instagram because of this move and all the intricate workings and the stress I pulled back on that and made sure I was really focusing on my clients that they were getting the attention they needed during my move and they were having the support and guidance they need needed still even while I had all this going on and then also I decided of course of course, that during this move, I was going to start this podcast. So this has also been like the main focus. So I'm really happy to start getting back on track, getting new content out here on the podcast, as well as on Instagram. So that's kind of what it's been like for me right now. And we're still in this huge transitioning um, time with the move. We don't know exactly where we're going to land yet. We're actually hanging out by Mount Hood in Oregon right now, which is really beautiful here. So I'm having fun here right now, but we'll see what comes next. I will keep you guys up to date. Let's go ahead and jump into today's episode. Today, we are going to talk about 
building a relationship with your body. Kind of like what I talked about when I was giving you a little update is that my relationship with my body, I have built this pretty solid relationship. It's not perfect, but it's pretty solid so that I'm able to understand the different cues that it gives me. And I'm also able to respond to them in a timely manner and not push them down. And with doing this, having this relationship with my body, I've been able to manage my stress better. I've had better balance in my health and wellness overall. That is what we're going to do is we're going to really dive into that and talk about what it's like to build a relationship with your body and what benefits you can see. We have a lot of different types of relationships in our life. We have our relationships with our family members, with friends, with our partners. They all need this certain amount of commitment and understanding, and they always take a lot of work. Relationships required a lot of communication and understanding. So how is that any different from building a relationship with your body? Or how can you take this understanding of building a relationship with friends and family and how it takes communication and commitment and that real work and translate it into building a relationship with your body? And the thing is, is as you start to really look at this interaction with your body as a relationship, you start to realize that your body deserves that effort. It deserves that commitment that we have not given it for so long. Let's take a look at the past and how and what was modeled for us on taking care of our body. What were you told was the best way to take care of your body? A lot of times it had to do with focusing on what you eat, how much you exercise, and the physical appearance of your body being the standard of health and beauty. This has led to us really trying to control every aspect of our body and not really taking into consideration the different cues and signals it's giving to us, whether it be our hunger and our fullness cues or the cues for when we are not feeling well and we're trying to push through like pain or push through exhaustion and stuff like that. So this is one area where we have been taught this specific way in order of controlling our body and not really listening to it and working with it. So a lot of times we end up working against it, which can be very detrimental to our health. And a lot of times we just don't realize that we're doing that until it's pointed out to us because this is all we've been taught. And the thing is, is the people who modeled that for us that's all they were taught. So until we learn something new and we get out of those old patterns and start listening to our body, it's kind of like we're putting our body under this amount of stress that it never asked for. Even though we're supposedly doing all the things that 
are considered healthy. As we take this look at how we grew up, what we were taught on taking care of our body, how we should feed it, what type of exercise we should be doing, what it should look like, let's take a second and just sit with your body right now and take a deep breath and feel into what you're feeling. What tension are you holding in your body? Do you feel tension in your shoulders, neck? Do you feel it in your stomach? There are so many different signals that you can get from your body right now by just taking a moment and seeing what it's trying to tell you. Now, with that new information, what if you treated your body like the most important person to you in the entire world. And they started telling you these things verbally of what they were feeling, that they had a lot of tension in their shoulders and it felt just like there's a huge weight on them or that their stomach was really upset and they just didn't know what to do. A lot of times we'd be very concerned for our loved one, for our friend, if they were telling us they were uncomfortable and in this pain. So why not take a moment to view our body in that same way? Look at your body as if it's your best friend or just the most important person in your life. And for those of you that have pets, maybe view it as, you know, how you treat your pet. A lot of times, we treat our pets better than we treat ourselves and better than how we treat our bodies. Another way to look at this as what if your child was saying these things? That's another way to look at it. And I know that personally for me had a huge impact when I started my journey on building a relationship with my body. One of the big things that we are, we're not specifically encouraged to do, but it is something that is seen as normal is to have negative self-talk about our bodies, to analyze what our bodies look like and how they should or shouldn't look like a certain way. So we have a lot of negative self-talk and that personally for me was a big one. And it is something that I would do excessively when I would look in the mirror. And that is not healthy. It is very detrimental to our mental health as well as our physical health because we tend to go on extreme diets or extreme workouts and just go down these rabbit holes that are not healthy for us. So take that negative self-talk and pretend a friend said that to you. How would you feel if they said that about themselves? A lot of times we'd try to encourage them and let them know how beautiful they truly are or how what they're seeing is not reflecting back to us. This was a big impact on me when I started viewing what I was saying about myself as if my daughter was saying that about herself. And that was probably the biggest impact and where things kind of like flipped for me. And I really started building that relationship with my body because I know that's something I would never want my daughter to say about herself. So why was I saying it about myself? 
why was I saying it about my body? And that's where I started with building my relationship was acknowledging the negative self-talk that I was saying to myself and reframing that, bringing this awareness and acknowledging, okay, this is definitely something that I have believed in the past, but is this true? And a lot of times the answer is no, it's not true. It is just a belief I have that was a conditioning by what society thinks is beauty standards, what the physical body should like, what the physical body should look like. That was my first step, was acknowledging this negative self-talk, bringing it into awareness. And then after that, I would show my body gratitude. I would show how grateful I was for everything that it has done for me throughout the years, throughout the day, even in the past hour, everything that it has done for me. And this is where I started building my relationship with my body as treating it like I would treat someone I cared about. And it made a huge impact on a lot of areas of my health and wellness, my mental health, my emotional health, huge impact because that was part of a lot of struggles I had with my mental health was this very negative view on what my body looked like and what I thought other people were saying and viewing it as. So as I started building my relationship with my body, I have had a complete shift in how I treat it, how I listen to it, and This has brought me to all the different benefits that I've been able to gain from building a relationship with my body. So that is definitely the big win is self-confidence. I have been praised on my confidence in the past and I laughed at people who were just like, oh, you're so confident. I'm like, no, I'm not in the least bit, like not at all. It was horrible. I definitely lived by the whole fake it till you make it aspect of just a lot of things when it came to confidence, whether it's what I was wearing, what I was eating, what workouts I was doing. Like it was, it was very toxic and it did not benefit my mental health whatsoever. But as I started building a relationship with my body and treating it better and listening to what it had to say to me, I have genuine confidence. I'm able to walk down the street and not worry about what someone is thinking about what I'm wearing, what they're thinking about um, how my hair looks that day. It's been a relief. Um, the stress of that has definitely gone down. Now there's still days where I'm not feeling my best and that I start in with that negative self-talk again. And I take that moment to reflect on that and to understand that I'm going to have these days and that it's okay to have those days. And just to remember to show my body gratitude for everything it's done and to know that I am doing everything that I can to make sure I listen to it. Another big benefit with building a relationship with your body is being able to advocate for your body's needs. This has been a game changer for quite a few of my clients 
because on a daily basis, making sure you advocate for your body can be really hard. There are some instances where you have a lot going on or you're at work and you have so much to get done that you don't remember to eat or you're not drinking enough water or you are not getting enough sleep because of the stress throughout the day or you're not resting when you need it. But as you build a relationship with your body and you start to understand the different cues and you want to listen to it because you have this different relationship with it, this this different view on how to treat your body, you want to make sure you're eating. You listen to those hunger cues. You're able to pick up on them faster. You're able to drink more water because you know that you feel more focused and awake when you have enough water. You take the rest that you need. Um, that's a big one for me. And I've had a couple clients that taking, listening to their body when they need the rest has had a huge impact on their day, on their ability to focus at work. So that's another thing with doing this work on getting to know your body and treating it like a friend or a loved one is that you're able to advocate it for it because you understand what it's trying to tell you. So that is another huge benefit to building a relationship with your body. And another really good one, definitely, um, I'm putting it last but not least right now. And there's so many other benefits that I could go on about, but I'm just doing these three because I have found they're like the most impactful is that you're able to understand the different cues your body gives you. You're able to start understanding your hunger cues. You're able to understand your fullness cues. You're able to understand when you need that rest. Those are the three big ones. Is that hunger, fullness, and rest. We have put our body through so much with dieting and counting calories and just pushing it to the limits with what it's able to handle with lack of sleep, lack of food, and just so much that being able to really understand these cues and being able to advocate and listen and follow through with them, it ends up having a huge benefit to your health and wellness overall. I hope that today's podcast has helped you to understand better of what it's like to build a relationship with your body what that can look like, and what benefits um, you can get from building a relationship with your body. This has definitely been a huge focus for me. It is a huge part of my one-on-one wellness coaching with my clients is building that relationship with their body so that they're able to advocate for their body. So they're able to understand the different cues that it's giving them and to build that confidence that is unwavering, that it's not the fake it till you make it. It's true confidence. If you're ready to learn more about how to build a relationship with your body, you can reach me on Instagram at my underscore road underscore so underscore far, 
or you can email me at Roxanne at MyRoadSoFarWellness.com. I look forward to our next episode and have a wonderful day. Thank you for joining me on My Road So Far podcast. Remember, wellness is a continuous journey, not a destination. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave a five-star review on your preferred podcast platform. If you're ready to take the next step on your wellness journey, message or email me today about my one-on-one wellness coaching. Until next time, keep nurturing your mind, honoring your body, and embracing the wonder of your spirit. This is Roxanne signing off.